Hello there friend, how are you doing today? It's great to be with you once again. Welcome to this episode of the Unveiling the Scriptures podcast. My name is Samuel and I'll be your host for today. Today we'll be considering a very interesting topic and it's titled From Donkeys to Kingdom Keys. What's that about? Well, stick around and you'll know shortly. But before we get into it, let's say a word of prayer to commit our hearts to the Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you because your word is a light unto our feet and a lamp unto our paths. We pray, O God, that your word will give us direction, illumination, and will give us vision for the future. We pray, O God, that these words from this podcast will not just be tales to our ears, but they will be life to our spirits. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, Amen. Like I said earlier, the topic for this podcast will be from donkeys to kingdom keys and it's all about how god uses our challenges the random events that we go through in life failures and what we consider as wasted efforts as a great setup for mighty miracles that we never thought we could experience and our key verse for this episode will be taken from the story of saul in 1st Samuel chapter 9 from verse 19 to 20 1st Samuel chapter 9 from verse 19 to 20 I'll read that to you from here I am the seer Samuel replied go up ahead of me to the high place for today you are to eat with me and in the morning I will send you on your way and I will tell you all that is in your heart And as for the donkeys you lost three days ago, do not worry about them, they have been found. And to whom is all the desire of Israel turned, if not to you and your whole family line. I'll read that again. I am the seer, Samuel replied, go up ahead of me to the high place. For today you are to eat with me, and in the morning I will send you on your way. And I will tell you all that is in your heart. As for the donkeys you lost three days ago, do not worry about them. They have been found. And to whom is all the desire of Israel turned, if not to you and your whole family line? These were the words of Samuel, the prophet, who God raised for Israel in the book of 1 Samuel, to Saul the upcoming king of Israel, who was later going to be the first human king that Israel will have. Prior to this time, Israel had a king, but not a human king. Their king was God himself. He was the one who reigned over all their affairs. And in the chapters leading up to this chapter, in 1 Samuel, Israel began to complain to Samuel, their prophet, who acted as a leader and in form of judge over them and was growing old they began to complain to him telling him that he needed a king and they wanted to be like all the other nations around them they wanted somebody who could lead them out into battle bring them back in they wanted somebody they could look up to they wanted a human king and although this meant that they rejected God as their king they didn't quite understand the gravity of the decision they were making so God asked Samuel to give them what they wanted 
and in the middle of this was a man who was not even concerned about everything that was going on. All he was concerned about were some donkeys that was lost. That man was Saul. His father had lost some donkeys and his father asked him to go search for those donkeys. Nothing in any way connected him to the kingship, to the kingdom or to the throne of Israel. He did not in any way think or bother himself about what was going on. All he was concerned about were some donkeys that was lost. And as long as he found those donkeys, he was satisfied. His life's goals at those moments when Israel was concerned about the king were just donkeys. So Saul's father asked him to set out with a servant and search for the donkeys that were lost. And Saul went out, moving from place to place, searching for donkeys, his father's donkeys that were lost. And that was all his concern for that moment. But in the middle of finding donkeys, he found the keys to the kingdom, the kingdom of Israel. And that's where the topic of today came from, from donkeys to kingdom keys. How did Saul move from finding donkeys to kingdom keys? This is what we're about to talk about today. In the process of finding the donkeys, and when Saul got tired of searching and didn't find them, he wanted to go back home. And his servant made a suggestion to him, telling him to find out somewhere a prophet, to ask him perhaps if they could through him hear the word of the Lord concerning the donkeys and find them. But when they located Samuel in verses 19 and 20, which I read to you earlier from 1 Samuel chapter 9, Samuel went beyond the donkeys. He told them that in fact the donkeys they were searching for had already been found and that something more was waiting for Saul in that old journey that he set out for. Even though he had set out to find some donkeys, God had some keys for him and it was the keys to the kingdom of Israel. And Samuel said unto Saul, To whom is the desire of Israel turned, if not to you and your whole family line? While Saul was in the midst of a challenging situation, failures, wasted efforts, failed efforts, something that might have seemed very frustrating to him and his family. They lost their donkeys and donkeys were very important in Israel at this time. But they lost it and it felt like they have lost their means of livelihood as a family and they were going through challenging moments in that time. But in fact, it felt to me as if God orchestrated that whole situation so that through that situation, he could bring Saul into what he had for him. After going through what happened in 1 Samuel chapter 9 and reading through it, I thought to myself, what would have happened if the donkeys of Saul's father didn't get lost? Then it means Saul might just have missed the throne of Israel because there was no other way for him to set out and to see Samuel if not because of a challenging situation that he had. There was no other way for him to set out and seek out the word of the Lord, if not for a situation that was beyond human understanding. And many times, this is what happens to us. God uses our challenges and failures to set us up for a miracle that we never expected. God hands to us what we were never looking for in the middle of a challenge. Many times, 
when we are going through challenges, when we are going through trials, when it seems like we are trying and our efforts are failing, all we are looking for is a solution to the problem. We can't even lift up our eyes to see beyond that problem. We can't lift up our eyes to see beyond that challenge. All we want is just God give me a solution to this problem. But little do we know that in the middle of those challenges, in the middle of those problems, God himself is behind the scenes, working out a great and a mighty breakthrough for us. He's going to give us even much more than the solution to that problem, but the solution to many problems. Saul was busy looking for the solution to the problem, not knowing that it was the solution to the national problem that was at hand in Israel. It was the king that everybody was waiting for. All he could see at that moment was donkeys. And this is what happens many times. So God, in his wisdom, allowed the donkeys of his father to get lost, so that they would go out in search of the donkeys. And in going out in search of the donkeys, he will meet a man, a prophet, who will relate to him his prophetic destiny, which is to become the king of Israel. And so for a child of God, we can see that there are really no wasted efforts. There are really no failures as we put it. Because what we call wasted efforts are only building blocks for the groundbreaking miracle that God is bringing our way in the nearest future. What we call failures in the real sense are just learning curves. They are just events of our lives that build up to the future that God has for us. And the end of it all, everything all works together for our good. Sometimes we consider some events as random, some events as needless, some events as pointless. We consider some things that happen to us as things that we don't deserve, things that we should never have gone through. But sometimes, if we never went through those things, we wouldn't have gotten the keys of the kingdom that God wanted to hand to us. This is the tale of Saul. One who must have been lamenting all through the time when he was looking for the donkeys of his father, not knowing that God was using that situation altogether for his good. This is the way God operates many times. He allows challenges to happen to us, to drag us out of our comfort zone and to bring us into a place that will set us up and prepare us for the glorious future that he has for us. We will find gold many times in challenging and trying situations. This was what happened to Saul. This was what happened to David in the later chapters of 1 Samuel. What prepared the ground for the national announcement and the national promotion of David to become a captain of the army in Israel was a challenging situation. A man called Goliath, a giant who was raging and causing fear and terror in the whole camp of Israel. What made way for the deliverance of Israel from Egypt in the book of Exodus under the leadership of Moses was a challenging situation, a red sea in front of them and a pharaoh, a very stubborn pharaoh at the back of them who was not willing to let them go. It was either that they drowned in the red sea or pharaoh caught up with them and did to them terrible things that they never wanted to imagine. But in the middle of all that was a God who was behind the scenes, who was ready to open up the Red Sea 
and part it and bring out a dry ground from it for the children of Israel to walk through. In Luke chapter 5, we also find the story of Peter just before Jesus called him and his brothers, his partners, who had gone through a night of wasted efforts trying to catch fish that they will use to cater and fend for their families because they were fishermen. But they did not get any and they had already given up in the morning trying to pack their nets and go back home empty-handed. But this situation was setting them up from moving away from fishermen to become fishers of men. And this was what Jesus made them through a miracle that blew their minds and made them to leave everything they were doing to follow Jesus. Now ask me, would Peter and his partners have become disciples of Jesus if not for that night of wasted efforts, if not for that night that they might have termed as a failure, but in the real sense, it was leading up to their miracle. And it was not just about the fish for them anymore. But it was about the many lives that would be saved by them. This was the same scenario that happened to Saul. In the real sense of it, it was not about the donkeys. Because when Saul eventually met Samuel, Samuel told him straight away that the donkeys he had searched for for about three days had already been found. God in his wisdom made the donkeys to get lost and made a way for them to be found even without the intervention of Saul and led Saul to the place of his own throne and his own kingdom in Israel. This is the way God works. We just have to trust him. We just have to lean on him and we just have to depend on him in situations when we feel like, why am I even going through this? I don't even deserve these things that are happening to me. Many times, if we knew what our challenges were leading up to in our lives, we might end up praying for those challenges and saying, God, let me go through them so that I can get to where you have taken me to. There are a few things that you can do. In moments where you feel like all my efforts are failed, I am having failed efforts, I am having wasted efforts, I am not seeing the results of my efforts, I am not seeing the fruit of my labor. In those moments where you are going through challenging times, tough times where it seems like nothing is working out, where you are trying all you can and nothing seems to be coming through just like so who was searching and searching and searching for donkeys but he never found it the first thing you can do is to never give up we find in verse 20 of first samuel chapter 9 that saul had been looking for the donkeys for about three days this means he went out the first day didn't find the donkeys he slept he woke up he rose up the next day went out again looked for the donkeys he didn't find them he woke up the next day went out again he was going again and again and again and this is what you should do as a child of god who is going through tough challenging times this is what you should do as a child of god when it seems like you are going all out for your dreams for your goals for your aspirations for what god has called you to be and nothing seems to be working out when you go the first day and you get nothing sleep wake up shake it off by the strength of god go out the next day again don't allow your challenges to put you down 
don't allow your challenges to make you to give up what if Saul had given up in the middle of those three days the days that were leading up to the time that he would eventually find Samuel what those days did in him was to bring him to a point where he would realize that his strength was not enough and that he needed God and so those days were not a waste in his journey those days actually brought him to a place where he was surrendered and he was able to listen to everything that Samuel would say to him later on with an open heart. Those days worked out an openness, a reception in his heart for the word of the Lord. So don't give up in the times of your trials. Your trials are working patience. They are working perseverance. They are working strength. They are working a reception for the great future that God has for you. If only you will not give up. Like Saul, you must keep going out again and again and again and again. Another thing you can do, as we learn from the story of Saul in 1 Samuel chapter 9, is not to do it alone. Don't go out on your journey alone. Or find in verse 6 that the person who recommended Samuel as a prophet to Saul who gave Saul the suggestion of going to Samuel to hear the word of the Lord concerning the donkeys, not even knowing that God had a greater plan for them, was Saul's servant. From the initial, Saul went out with his servants to search for those donkeys. If Saul had gone out to search for those donkeys alone, he might have come back home empty-handed and he might have given up. But at the very verge of giving up, after Saul has searched for his donkeys for three days without finding anything, then he was about to go home and he told his servant in verse 5, Let us go back home, since we can't find these donkeys. But his servant said to him, Let's try one more time. Let's go to Samuel, a prophet, who can help us to find where these donkeys are by his prophetic unction. We need people like this in our lives. People who push us to go the extra mile, even when we want to give up. People who will pray with us. People who will encourage us. People who will love on us. People who will cry with us. People who will listen to us. People who will understand us. Many times, in moments of challenges, many of us want to call up and do life alone. But at some point, you need at least one person if you are going to get through. Because there is a natural tendency of humans to give up at the sight of challenges that are unending and unbowing. Have one person that is your journey partner. And it could be anybody. It doesn't have to be everybody. It could be your spouse, your friend, your family members, or people around you who you trust, who will listen to you, pray along with you, and go through your journey with you. People who, when you tell them you're about to give up, they will encourage you and ask you to try one more time. And you keep trying and trying until you find your Samuel who will lead you to the place that God has for you. Don't do your journey alone. Another thing that you can do in the midst of failed efforts and efforts that seem like they are wasted is to seek God. And this was what Saul did by looking for Samuel, a prophet. What he was looking for through Samuel was the word of the Lord. So by seeking out for Samuel, was actually seeking for God. And we find this in verse 19 and 20 of 1 Samuel chapter 9. Saul sought for Samuel 
to hear God's word concerning the predicaments he was going through. And it was until he did that that he found a breakthrough. In fact, in our own cases, we shouldn't be like Saul who went out without seeking for the word of the Lord. Perhaps his journey might have been faster if he started the whole process by seeking for God's word. So, when we are going through situations, when we are going through challenges, when we are trying and it's not working, seek God. It will be a good thing, in fact, if you stop everything you are doing and turn to God. You could go for a time out with God and ask Him for direction on what to do. In those moments, many times, you will find that God has even greater plans for you beyond the things you are looking for at that moment and he will show you the right way to go to get to the plans that he has for you in the moments where you feel like things are not working don't just cry to yourself don't just talk to people talk to the one who has the keys to the solution of that problem and that person is god in the moments of failed efforts don't get angry with god and run away from him because he's the all-knowing god and many times he will allow you to go through those things because he has a greater plan and he wants to push you out of your comfort zone to get you to where he's taking you to at his appointed time and finally on this episode one more thing that i would recommend for you to do in moments where you are going through what Saul was going through you're looking for donkeys and that could be anything to you and you cannot find them then raise your expectations and why do i say this i read to you from first samuel chapter 9 and from verse 20 to 21 these were samuel's words to saul and he said to him as for the donkeys you lost three days ago do not worry about them they have been found and to whom is all desire of israel turned if not to you and your whole family line. Verse 21 Saul answered, But am I not a Benjamite from the smallest tribe of Israel? And is not my clan the least of all clans from the tribe of Benjamin? Why do you say such a thing to me? And in verse 22 Then Samuel brought Saul and his servants into the hall and seated them at the head of those who were invited, about 13 in number. What was Samuel trying to do to Saul here? He was trying to expand the confines of his mind. He was trying to raise his expectations. He was trying to blow up his imaginations to see himself as a king and as a kingly person. When Samuel told Saul, about the plans that God had for him, that he was beyond donkeys and he was as great as leading the sheep of God, being the shepherd over God's sheep, being the king over God's kingdom. Saul could not imagine himself being in this position and so he told Samuel that he didn't deserve it at all. All he wanted were just donkeys. His imaginations were not enlarged enough to receive what God had for him. But Samuel, being a wise prophet, brought Saul into the territory of great men and women in Israel and he put him at the head of the banquet, signifying that he was going to be the head of God's people in Israel. And this, in one way or the other, 
must have shaped Saul's mind and enlarged it more to receive what God has for him. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 tells us that God has great plans for us, plans to prosper us and not to harm us and to give us a hope and a future. I know in times of challenges, it's difficult to see these plans that God has for us. All we can see are those challenges. But you must learn to look beyond your challenges. Raise your expectations. Blow up your imaginations. See yourself in the future that God has for you. Always remember that your life goes beyond the challenges that you are going through. And as you go through those challenges, God has a hidden key for you. A golden key for you. The keys to the kingdom that he has prepared for you. If only you will raise your imaginations. See yourself in the place that God has for you. Look beyond those challenges. Look beyond the current predicaments you are in. Look to the future. Confess it. Pray it. Believe it. Do anything you can to see yourself as head. Go to the center table of your banquet. Sit there. Even when you are going through challenges, declare that God is bringing you to a place that is beyond the current challenge you are going through. Like David declared in Psalm 23, tell yourself that even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you will fear no evil because God is with you and is bringing you to a table that he has prepared for you in the presence of your enemies and that he will anoint your head with oil and your cup will run over. Know surely that God has a greater plan for you more than the challenges you are going through. And even though you might be searching for donkeys, it is not about the donkeys at all. Everything you are going through is not about that current predicament. It is really not about the challenges that you are facing right now. It is about where God is taking you to. And that's why you are going through that furnace you are going through. Because it's making you into that king that will sit on the throne that God has prepared for you. I hope this has blessed you today. And I'm praying for you today that you will come out strong. Of the challenges that you are going through you will not give up on your journey you will not look back you will not turn back but as you go through what might seem like the valley of the shadow of death very assuredly you will come to the table that god has prepared for you in the presence of your enemies and that god will anoint your head with oil and your cup will run over and surely god's goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life and you dwell in his house forever Amen and Amen. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Unveiling the Scriptures podcast. If this has blessed you, you could share it with your friends and loved ones and tell them to join us on this podcast where God unveils His word to us episode by episode. Join us every Friday for a new episode of this podcast and your life will be blessed greatly by it. Do everything you can to continue to follow your Bible study plan do everything you can to continue to study your bible every blessed day you must like come your way next time in the next episode of the unveiling the scriptures podcast yeah my saying to you don't stop studying your bible god bless you